This week on Apartment 234, I talk about being under pressure. Being under pressure and being so stressed out that you just question everything you believe. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I have. So keep listening. Good morning. It is Tuesday, December 15th. And today I'm switching things up a little bit. I'm not recording in my car, which is actually kind of weird for me. But true story with that is I need to get gas and I don't get paid till tomorrow. So I don't really want to leave my car on running at work (laughs) while I record this. Anyway, the struggle bus is real. We've all been there. If we haven't been there at some point, we will be there. So anyway, figured this might be more conducive anyway. It's more comfortable sitting on my couch than it is sitting in the car recording this. So I know it's been a couple of weeks since I've recorded, but to be honest, I've just been going through some stuff and I haven't wanted to talk about it. I haven't wanted to put my life on display and to communicate what I'm going through and then in addition to that I honestly I haven't known what to talk about so I think what I'm going to do is just give you a life update in this episode of apartment 234 I'm just going to explain where I've been mentally spiritually emotionally and go from there. And I really do hope to pick this back up bi-weekly. Sometimes it just doesn't work out, but that is my goal. So thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening to these podcasts and thanks for, you know, your support. I definitely, definitely appreciate it. But today I'm just going to talk about, like I said, where I've been and it's been difficult (laughs) to be honest with you. I, I don't handle public criticism very well. I never have. Um, I am naturally a perfectionist. And when somebody tells me that I haven't reached that goal in front of other people, it just really does two things. It makes me withdraw completely and it pisses me off for lack of a better word. But, um, (laughs) So last week, one of my bosses had really just made me angry in something that they had said to me. And that started this whole downward spiral mentally. It started this whole downward spiral of, you know, I'm not good enough. And this whole mental, dark, dark mental space. And I think that... that dark mental space really took me somewhere that I haven't ever been, especially when it comes to my relationship with the Lord. I was angry at the Lord. I, (laughs) I felt like the one person that I loved more than anything had left me. And that brought up feelings of my mom leaving. And I brought, I mean, I had feelings of abandonment. I had feelings of anger. I had feelings of disappointment and resentment towards the Lord. And to be completely honest with you. Hold on. There's a train. 
And all of a sudden, it felt like all of those things were lies. And I believed them to the core of who I was for quite a while. I I actually even told my friends that I was done. And by that, I meant that I was done living a life that was honoring to God or attempting to honor God. And I was done with praying and I was done with believing and I was done with thinking and processing things through the eyes of faith in the eyes of grace. And I was fed up and I didn't want anything to do with the Lord and the Lord could just go suck it, to be honest. That's where I was. I was so angry that God had promised me things and I've never seen them. And I'm so angry. I was so angry that, you know, I was supposed to believe that the creator of the universe made time for me and I didn't feel like that at all. In fact, I felt the complete opposite. I felt that God could care less if I existed or not. I felt that I was the laughingstock of heaven. I felt like people in heaven were like, ha ha ha, look at Annika. She genuinely believes all these things that she thinks. And she genuinely believes all these things she's been taught. And she believes in the Bible. And it was just this downward tornado of mental mental and physical and emotional stresses. I mean, like physically, like my anxiety just spiked so much. It was insane over the course of three days. We're not talking the course of months and weeks. Like this is just a three day hellhole that I was in. And I was so mad at myself because I've been so faithful about reading my Bible and so faithful about getting up and praying and Then (laughs) I looked at my Bible app the other day and I had a 358 day streak and I broke it because I was being a brat for a couple of days. But I guess basically all of that to say is like, that's where I've been. I've been wrestling with my faith and I've been wrestling with who God is and wrestling with who I am and who am I to God and who am I to this world? And what's my, what's my calling? What's my I've just been wrestling, to be honest, and that is hard. It is so hard to wrestle with one of your core beliefs, one of the foundational things that make you who you are, whether you're religious or not. If something shakes your core and shakes one of those foundations that you have lived and believed in those morals that you've lived out for you know, 30 some years of your life or more, it's going to rattle you and it's going to cause you to think and to fight and to struggle. And honestly, it did. I was struggling and fighting and wrestling for more than three days. In fact, it was about a week. I didn't know if I was a Christian, to be honest with you. I didn't know if the things I believed were worth believing in. I didn't know if God was even real or if God even cared. I didn't know if I knew God's voice. and I didn't know if he even cared if, you know, what I happened to me tomorrow or if I read my Bible, any of those things. If I were being honest, I think pride got in the way too because I even said to God, I said, I don't even know if you're listening anymore, God. 
but why don't you go ahead and take a load off because I'll handle it. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I bet he laughed at that. I think sometimes I feel like God's too busy for me. And sometimes I feel like God has better things to do than listen to me cry over a relationship that didn't happen, <laughs> that I wanted to listen to me beg him for grace and to plead with him for salvation and to plead with him for miracles and favor and blessings and things like that. I feel like God sometimes sits in heaven and is like, Annika, this again, here we are talking about this again, you know? And so I, I kind of got to the point where I was fed up with God not moving and I basically was bossing him around. So that's kind of an interesting thought that I just had in this moment. But I guess the best way to explain how I felt was I felt like my right arm or my, you know, your dominant hand was cut off. I felt like I was cut off from a life source for three days. Like my phone battery was dead for three days. Like that's how I felt. And it's crazy to me because I remember over this course of time, I went for a ride in my car and I just cried and cried and cried because I was so hurt. I felt hurt by God. I felt abandoned by God. I felt left alone to struggle and I felt like I was left in the desert with no water and no direction. I really felt like Jacob wrestling with the angel of the Lord in the Bible. I really felt like I was wrestling with my faith to decide, Annika, are you going to do this or not? Are you going to be all in and are you going to wait on the Lord or not? Are you going to try and take control like you've always done and get the same results you've always gotten when you do that? I don't even know that I was wrestling with the Lord. I feel like I might have been wrestling with myself more than anything. And my fears and my doubts and my anxieties. I just cried as I drove and cried. And all I wanted to do was pray. <laughs> all I wanted to do was reach out to the Lord and say, God, where are you? And what are you doing? But then on the, on the left side of me, basically, there was a, this little devil just saying, like, what's the point of praying? He's not listening. Kind of like those old commercials where the lady's walking through like the ice cream aisle and she has an angel on one side and a devil on the other. That just popped in my head too, but that's kind of funny. But I don't know. I think that there is something special about where I was. I think that there is something so intimate about where I was. You know, and I share this story with you because I want you to understand that sometimes I doubt God. Sometimes I get angry with God and sometimes I get mad and I feel like the redheaded stepchild and I just feel so alone, even with God who's everywhere. He's all knowing. He doesn't leave us like even knowing the Bible and knowing the promises of God, knowing that his favor comes 
by loving him and his grace is unmerited. There's nothing I can do to earn it. But sometimes, like, I just forget that I'm in a relationship with someone. And that someone's the Lord, by the way. I'm very single. So if you're listening to this, hey, totally kidding. Um, But, like, relationships are work. Relationships are hard work. They're not easy. It is not easy to be vulnerable with someone that knows all your dirt. (laughs) They know all of your crap and they still choose to love you. It is not easy. It's not easy at all. It's not easy to say, hey, I screwed up. It's not easy to say, hey, you pissed me off. It's not easy to forgive after an argument. And honestly, that's where I am with the Lord. I can't say that I'm there anymore because the Lord and I had a chat and it was very, very good. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not in that place, but looking back, that's, that's where I was. I was in an, an argument with the person that I love and I'm the guilty party. (laughs) I'll also say that the Lord is not, he's never been mean to me. He's never been anything but gracious to me. I think that there's beauty in wrestling with the Lord. I think that there's beauty in wrestling with your faith. One thing I learned, though, is that I, Annika, was not made to be separated from my faith. I was not made to not love God. And loving God is at the core of who I am. You know, this relationship, and I think this is what I've learned, is like my relationship with the Lord is so real. And it is that truly a relationship. It is the ups and the downs and the goods and the bads and the fun and the sadness. And it really is that. And I think that now that I have that perspective, that new perspective of a genuine relationship, I think that I know how to handle it more. I know how to acknowledge my emotions and vocalize them better. (laughs) I think that when you're in a state of being under pressure, you either crumble or you shine. And that's one thing that the Lord told me was, Annika, you're not dying It feels like you're dying, but you're not dying. And not only are you not dying, Annika, but you're going to come through this so much better than you went into it. And he brought to my mind, like, how diamonds are formed. And I watched a video about it the other night just because it's been so long since I've been in school and things like that. But diamonds are formed only formed under pressure and heat high heat and the Lord was like Annika that's what's happening to you right now I've never left you but I'm refining you and not only am I refining you 
but you're under pressure because you have to become a diamond and living your life the way you've lived it and going through the motions and doing all those things does not make you a better person, but going through a refiner's fire and becoming a diamond that's one of a kind requires pressure and heat. And that's, I think that's what I've felt the past week is just pressure, pressure and uncomfortability and just trying to figure out like what the heck is happening. What is happening in my life right now? You know, I feel so stagnant and I feel so, I don't know. I just get so tired of being stuck. And it's interesting that I say that because as I talk, I guess I just process things out loud. But that video I was watching about how diamonds are formed, the guy was talking about how, you know, there's the mantle of the earth, there's the core of the earth. And in the mantle, which is right outside the core, there's these particles of whatever, I don't remember, but there's particles of something. And as the core heats up the mantle, it basically presses down these atoms and forms rocks and presses them and presses them and presses them. Honestly, it presses them so hard until they turn into a diamond. So it alters their chemistry and at certain points then the core of the earth basically becomes a volcano and it shoots out lava but inside the lava are these diamonds and they're covered in dirt obviously but like it shoots them out and then they're able to be found and formed and chiseled away into diamonds and that's I feel like that's the part of my life that I'm at is that I've been hidden for so long and I've tried to hide for so long that now that intense pressure has built up and there was just this eruption of emotions. And I don't know, I guess there's a part of me that's excited about that. There's a part of me that's like, oh, cool, I'm a diamond, da 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 But like the process sucks. The process sucks. It sucks when I have to tell myself no. It sucks when I have to tell myself that, you know, this person snapped on me. All I want to do is snap back and use my double-edged sword of a mouth because Lord help me. I need to work there. And the Lord's like, nope, you can't do it. You weren't made for that. You know, I just feel like I'm in this refining process and it's hard and it's Oh, it's so hard. It's painful. (laughs) But I think the thing that keeps me going is knowing the fact that, like, I can't live. Annika cannot live this life outside of faith. I can't. That's one thing I've learned is that I am not, I am not made to not be a person of faith. I was not made to be somebody that just lives my life and knows or believes that there's nothing after this life. That's just not who I am. And I think that I've tried for so long to people please and to become somebody that I'm not, that I think I'm finally starting to 
not only feel pressure, but to feel like I'm in a straight jacket and I'm starting to go crazy. And I'm learning that I'm starting to go crazy because I'm trying to fit into a mold that I don't fit into. I'm trying to fit into something that I never was intended to fit into. I'm trying to be somebody that I was never meant to be. And that is where the pressure is coming from. The pressure is coming from me and outside influences to be someone I'm not and to do something that I, <laughs> I just wasn't made to do. I don't know. I guess I'm just very intrigued at this process. I'm thankful now in retrospect, not going through it, but I'm thankful for the process. I, <laughs> I love the Lord so much more now. I didn't think I could do that, but I do. I love the Lord so much more now because I know that through that process, he never left. He never left. And through that process where I was being completely disobedient, you know, he has grace. He has grace and he knows and he understands where I was and he gets it. <laughs> being refined sucks. Having your foundation shook sucks. But I can't even fathom the blessings that are on the way. I can't even comprehend the things that he has in store for me. And the plans he has for me are good. And I've seen what my life is like when I try to do it by myself. I know what my life is like. When I try to live my life pleasing myself. It's not worth it to me. Living a life outside of faith is not worth it to me. I, I love the Lord and we're in a relationship and it is not easy. If you think about it, if you've ever been in a relationship and like, you know, the person's flaws, I'm so ridiculous, but can you imagine being in a relationship with somebody that's actually perfect, genuinely, actually to the core of who they are perfect? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it sucks because you can't be like, I blame you. It's your fault. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> Sorry. I just... This is my mind, guys. You're listening to my brain, but it is. It's a relationship, and faith is a relationship. Whether you're a believer or not, you can relate to a relationship. You can relate to spending time with somebody that irritates you, and you can relate to not wanting to see them sometimes because you're arguing, but knowing deep down that you genuinely care about them and you genuinely love them, hopefully. But... I don't know. I guess these are just my thoughts and this is just an explanation of where I've been and what I've been wrestling with. And I guess if I were to encourage you and to leave you with something, it's this, it's God loves you so much. And there's absolutely nothing, nothing. There's no sin that you can commit that he would ever refuse you his grace. 
Like, that blows my mind. It blows my mind that I literally got so mad at the Lord and so angry and walked away from him. And his arms, when I was ready to come back, were still very much so open wide and welcoming. So I guess I want to leave you with this. If you're struggling with your faith, if you're struggling with where you are in your walk with the Lord, wrestle it out. Wrestle it out so that you can see that God is good all the time. Wrestle it out because maybe the Lord is letting you go through this refiner's fire and this pressure building situation like a pressure cooker because you're going to come out beautiful and refined and more like who you really are versus who you're trying to be. And I guess for those of you that don't believe in God that listen to this, what are you doing to be a better person? What contribution are you making to this world to leave a mark on it? I mean, maybe you want to try faith and maybe you just are struggling with believing in a God that lets good things happen or bad things happen to good people. Those are things to talk about. The Lord's always available. Maybe if you're not a praying person, maybe start praying and seeing what happens. I don't know. I guess I just want to encourage you with my walk and explain to you kind of where I've been and why I've been MIA for those of you that actually care. I've just been under pressure. So thanks again for listening. I hope you have an amazing week. Christmas is coming. Oh my gosh. Um, but yes, know that I love you and I'm so thankful for you. See you next time. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of apartment 234. I really hope that you were blessed. I hope that you have an amazing week and an amazing Christmas. I will talk to you soon. Bye.